igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. Art to me is, you know, just a reflection of your life and the images that you created in your own mind. I'm cool with that. I can handle that. We can do that. Once they could focus on what's really important and, you know, being true to themselves, and, you know, I feel like that's when they could really start to improve themselves. Relax for a second and choose what you want to respond to someone with rather than just react or react to a situation. And I was like, listen, I know I sound like an old guy saying this, <laughs> but I really want you guys to hold on to what you're doing and love this journey and love the process. Don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds- I love you all. <laughs> we all have a form of greatness in us, different things that nobody else can do or match. My goal has always been to be the best possible version of myself. Come on everybody, get on the floor. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration Podcast with Fox Buyer. Hello again. On episode 35B of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, we'll continue our interview with singer-songwriter Lucas Silberti. Lucas grew up in the small town of Enid, Oklahoma, where he lived on a farm with his grandmother, mother, and two older brothers. Since he sang God Bless America at 18 months old, he has shared his voice at everything from powwows to funerals and used it to express his Christian faith, Native American roots, and to maintain strong relationships and fight bullying. Some of Lucas's songs that reflect these sentiments are Maybe Jesus Was a Cowboy, Little Hearts Break Two, and Face of a Friend. We'll begin part two of this interview with a track off his latest album, Rainmaker, called Springfields, in which Lucas soulfully connects to his Native American heritage. Running through the woods, a wounded rebel Dodging a Yankee shell Here on this frozen battlefield The ghosts, they know me well Stonewall told me, son You gotta fight to win If we don't give them all we've got this war will never end When our foes are forced to yield Oh, that's when I'll go home To the Springfield I'll lay down my gun and go home to my Indian bride Watch our children playing on the floor I hate this endless war that's taken so many lives She's waiting for me still in the Springfield Sent me north to Pennsylvania To serve with General Lee I still hear my wife and my children 
crying after me I swore In a field in Gettysburg, I was killed, and my ghost is searching still for the Springfields after the war is won. I'll lay down my gun and go home to my Indian bride Watch our children playing on the floor I hate this endless war that's taken so many lives She's waiting for me still Hello and welcome to episode 35B, continuing here with singer-songwriter Lucas Silberti. Lucas, you are the youngest winner of the Debut Artist of the Year Award for the Native American Music Awards. Um, your video for the song Springfields was selected in the top six for video of the year. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, it was a real blessing uh, to be able to be nominated in three categories and take that debut artist of the year home. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and it was an awesome experience getting able to go up there to Niagara Falls. And it's just so gorgeous up there. It was uh, an amazing experience. Gotcha. You said three categories. What were they? Uh, there was uh, Album of the Year for Rainmaker, and then there was... Uh, er, it may have been country, country Song of the Year for Rainmaker. And then there was Debut Artist of the Year and then Music Video of the Year. Man, outstanding. And, and, and we'll get into it in a second. I was going to ask you about Lance Gooden. But before we talk about Lance, talk about the, the actual experience of driving up to Niagara Falls. Your mother, your manager, mentioned to me that that was quite an experience for her. It was, it was gorgeous. I love long-distance drives. Uh, I've driven, you know... 16 hours straight whenever I was 15 from uh, the Carolinas up to Maine. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but I tell you what, there's nothing like going through the hills of Virginia in sunrise, man. It is, uh, I love to drive. I love to see the country um, just from the different, you know, when you cross state lines, there's just, it's crazy, the, just the beauty of nature and just, you know, what you see and the, the different cultures and all sorts of stuff. So uh, the drive is just, the drive is awesome. I love it. Gotcha. How, in particular, how much uh, did that drive affect your songwriting? Did you draw a lot of lyrics from that drive? Uh, it was cool. You know, uh, you know, whenever you songwrite, you take a, you know, your experiences and put those into songs. And 
there's a couple in the works, but uh, you know, I'm making a little bit of a driving song right now. But uh, we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's 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 awesome. You know, it's just this country is absolutely beautiful. And you you do hear it in a lot of your songs for sure. The so for Springfields, what was it like working with Lance Goodman in making the video? It was a lot of fun. We filmed that uh, down in Alabama, and uh, it, it was it was so much fun. It was super cold though. It was in like the the high thirties. It was it was pretty cold, but uh, it was it was a lot of fun to film. Got to shoot some muskets. Got to do some reenacting. That was a lot of fun. Um, Kurt Ryle was actually in that video, and so was John Castleberry, believe it or not. And I'll see if you guys can find him. Uh, it was it was a lot of a lot of fun. It was he was Stonewall Jackson, so we'll see if you can pick that off. So. Kurt, Kurt was or John was? Kurt. Kurt was Stonewall and John was in there as well. Okay, and then Kurt, just a uh, re review from the last podcast, Kurt Ryle and John Cassabary co-wrote with you on Rainmaker, correct? Uh, I believe that Kurt did the Rainmaker and then John Cassabary um, was Springfield, if I'm not mistaken, as well as Kurt. Gotcha. So it, was, it was a mixture between the two. Mm. Yeah. So all of your... your all three of you, your words are within that album somewhere. So pretty, pretty cool. Kurt at Stonewall Jackson. And the first time the word musket was has been used on the podcast there, Lucas. <laughs> oh, yeah? Musket, musket. Uh, boy, I'm, I'm, I'm now waiting for the phrase lister bag as well. So we'll see if we can't work, work that in. <laughs> oh, dear, dear. Oh, I digress. It was a lot of fun to film, you know, after we were done filming, uh, they were reenacting there, and it was really just a blessing that they, uh, you know, let us film there uh, with them. But uh, we sat up on the hill, you know, they were camping out, and we had some nice venison stew, and oh, it was fresh cooked over the fire. It was, it was awesome. Heck. It was, it was. Big shout out to uh, Red Eagle, Red Eagle Archery as well. Um, they helped out with the production of that, uh, with you know the food and the catering and stuff like that, uh, as well as their son Cameron was uh, the little man there in the video. So, uh, no big thanks to them, definitely. So, so look uh, for Cameron, uh, John, and Kurt in, in the video, Springfields. I've seen it. Awesome. Totally awesome. And if I look closer, maybe I'll see you shivering in the video, too. <laughs> <laughs> you might see uh, some smoke in front of my mouth at one point. That's, that's right. That's right. Man, I did not realize that it was shot in, in, in Alabama in uh yeah. Freezing to sub-freezing temperatures. It was pretty cold. Pretty cold. Let's get go from back on it. We probably should have filmed it a little bit earlier in the year, but okay. <laughs> yeah, you have to do what you have to do. Like the last last uh, part A of this. Do what you got to do. <laughs> right, like part A of this this uh, these two episodes. It's about uh, being comfortable, feeling uncomfortable. So. So why not go from from that to uh, your your Native American roots? Obviously, there's it's the the, the song Springfield, Springfields, and the video Springfields kind of reflect on your your Native American roots. Dakota, you, you, um, I am uh, I am uh, Cherokee as well as Micmac. Cherokee versus Micmac, and your Native American name is Dakota, T T A K O D A, correct? That is correct. Okay. So my next question would be, how, how important is it for you to reflect on your Native American roots in your music? 
I think that it, you know, definitely has a, a really big thing to, to do with my music. You know, uh, it's, you know, part of my heritage and part of my life. And so, uh, you know, there's really, I take a lot of my life experiences and, you know, parts of my life. And I, I want to reflect that in my music because my music is, you know, it's who I am. It's what I, it's what I do. And, you know, it's what, when people hear me, you know, they, they need to know who I am, right? So, uh, you know, you definitely got to reflect, you know, your life into your music and put that passion into it and, you know, that the feeling of your life experiences. And uh, that's really, you know, what you got to do because your music is, or at least who I am. And uh, it's what I do and I do what I love and love what I do. Right. Would you say that you, you sort of write about your Native American roots? It's something that you do. Do you do this consciously or do you do it unconsciously in your music? Uh, consciously, as well as every once in a while, unconsciously. <laughs> right. So sort of a sort of sort of a mix. Okay. So now from your Native American roots to to music and your family. So speaking of your family, your 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 grandmother, your mother, your two two older brothers, how has music, maybe your music, brought you all closer together? Uh, my music, you know, I've been singing. Uh, believe it or not, my first performance was whenever I was 18 months old at a uh, San Jose Sharks game out in California. Yeah. Thank God bless America. So it started way back then. Um, but uh, my music is really, you know, it's, it's been, you know, a big, a big portion of my life. And as far as that goes, you know, I've gotten amazing support from, uh, you know, my, my family for it. You know, they've really, you know, been behind my music and, you know, it's, it's my passion. It's something I love to do. Um, I sang for the Minnesota Twins, I believe it was four years in a row, at one point uh, I sang and did a dedication um, whenever I was little, whenever the bridge collapsed up there, um, as well as I also uh, sang for my grandpa's birthday and they put him up on the Jumbotron and it was it was a lot of fun. And so my music just over time has, you know, it's it's been a part of my family, it's been a part of me. And, uh, you know, I've, I've just been really blessed and lucky to have the support that I have behind it. I think that's well put. As, as I see it, music is definitely just an extension of who you are. And, and I think whatever you, whatever you try doing, um, and your life has only begun, you're 18 years old, I think whatever you, you try doing, music is going to be right in the center of it. Okay. So we have, we've got music and, and your Native American roots, your your family, and what about music and your faith? We mentioned Randy and Ann Dorman in the last episode, and you, you uh, did a song called "Maybe Jesus Was a Cowboy," and I wanted you to exp yeah. uh, explain sort of where you where you got the idea for for this song and this video. Jesus Was a Cowboy" was was pretty cool, um, but uh, basically, as far as like music and my faith goes, you know. There's, there's a lot of negativity in the world right now. And me personally, you know, life, you got to focus on the good things. And yeah, when the bad thing comes or bad things do come around, because that's, that's life. But you always got to look. And one thing I always like to tell myself and I always like to tell others is that there's a silver lining to every situation. Sometimes it's just harder to find than others. You know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, things are bad, but things will always get better. You just got to have hope. You got to have faith. You got to trust in the Lord that he's going to be there for you, as well as your family and your friends. You know, your, your family and your friends are some of your biggest supporters. And 
right now, you know, there's a lot of division and there's a lot of negativity in this country and in this world, and it's it's terrible. You know, we're we're all in this together. You know, this life is what we make it. You know, and so really, it just kind of saddens me. You know, seeing the way the world is right now, but we just need to learn to put our differences aside for the better good because we have children that are growing up in this world, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm technically an adult, but, you know, I'm, I'm still a kid, you know, but we need to get this world ready for them because they're the people that are going to have to grow up in it. You're, you're, I mean, that's inevitable, right? Do you know what I mean? And all we can be are, 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 are good examples. And you, you certainly are a good example. I mentioned this, this phrase to your mother, talking to your mother and thinking about it. You know, I'm a, a podcast fiend myself, and I, I listen to a podcast called The Songwriter's Craft. Uh, Scott B. Bomar is one of the, the hosts, and he's um, in the music business and and a, a great uh, musician himself. But he interviewed, um, along with the other man on the podcast, whose name escapes me, and I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening and I can't remember your name, but they, they interviewed uh, Melissa Manchester. And she's uh, been in the business for her whole life, a hit songwriter, recording artist, just like yourself. And she talked about life, looking at life like this, finding the joy in the myths of grit. And when I heard, you know, most of your story from from your mother, that's kind of uh, how I, I, I see your story. You're always looking looking for joy. And it, but at the same time, you understand that it's not always going to be easy. That's true. I mean, it's just, definitely true. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. All right, so we've got... As a review, your Native American roots, your your family, your faith, and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, your music and your campaign against bullying. Because as I understand it, your song and your video for Face of a Friend saved a, yeah. a young girl's life. Yes, it was... It, it, it really did uh, impact a, a terrible situation and changed the outcome, which was, it was amazing. You know, uh, me, I, I have experienced bullying myself. Um, you know, growing up, I was a, a kid with long hair. You know, I was, I was a boy with long hair, which was a bit unusual. And so I, I did experience bullying myself, and it's, it's not good. It's, it's not fun. It's, it doesn't give you a good feeling, but really, the thing is, is you just gotta, you gotta try and stay positive. You really do. You know, the, the best the best thing is to have good self-esteem for yourself. You know, be confident in yourself, no matter what anybody else thinks about you. You know, you are who you are. And if people don't like that, then you need to be focusing on some different people. I mean, the thing is, is that you you got to be who you are, and you need to let people accept you for who you are. Don't change for anybody. You know, do what you love to do. Do what gives you joy. No matter what anybody else thinks, it's great advice. I would echo those sentiments. I'm one that might put it like this: 
stick to your principles and like people will find you. And, you know, you've, you've been through some stuff, Lucas, yourself, but you've stuck to your principles and, and, and look where you are uh, now. And barely age 18, the year of your, your, your golden anniversary of your birthday, which was on yeah. July the 18th. And look what I you... I turned uh, 18 on July 18th of 2018. <laughs> I mean, that's something else. And you did it um, in, in the great city of Nashville, which you've, you've worked to get through to all your life. And you've done it with, a, with an unbelievably relentless, positive mindset. So kudos to you. Mr. Lucas Silberti, yes, I would like to to, to semi wrap up with, with 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 this. And if your pipes are can take it, we mentioned your Native American roots. Would you be up to doing an acapella version of Seven Indian Angels for us? Sure, definitely. So I'll. Uh, and uh, when you hear this song, you'll hear the words Unetlanahi, which means God, Creator, Great Spirit. I'll leave it up to you. Alrighty. Unitlanahi, 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 Sylvan Indian angels from seven different tribes. Came to take a young breeze home to the other side. They were sent by one great spirit, riding ponies made of light. Silver Indian angels from seven different tribes. Unitlanahi, Unitlanahi. He only lost one battle, but he won a thousand wars. He fought and died with honor, now like an eagle he soars. Like shooting stars from heaven. They ride through the night, Sylvan Indian angels from seven different tribes. Sylvan Indian angels from seven different tribes came to take a young brave home to the other side. They were sent by one great spirit. Riding ponies made of light, Sylvan Indian angels from seven different tribes. Unitlanahi, 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 Unitlanahi. Episode 35B of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, here with talented singer, songwriter, Lucas Siliberti. Lucas, two words, thank you. Thank you.
It's, uh, and if your pipes can, can still stand it, I wanted to ask you, and we did it in the last episode, 35A, I want to mention three people uh, in, in, in your camp, in your world, that I want you to tell us the, the first thing that comes to mind when you hear their name. The first one is Chris Midget. Chris Midget. She, uh, she's absolutely amazing and does so much for this part of the country that we're in. And uh, she is a part and runs an association called Give a Little Nashville. And uh, I've been really blessed to be a part of that. And what they do and what we do is we help the homeless here in Nashville. We put scarves out in the parks um, in winter, as well as we provide Christmas presents for homeless children. And we have numerous toy drives and wrapping events to wrap up those Christmas presents. Um, and she's just, she does so much uh, around here in Nashville, definitely, and so much for this community that she's, she's just an amazing person. And she, she supports my music. She loves what I do. And uh, I just, it's been amazing, you know, being a part of that and knowing her. And she really has, you know, become family to me and a very, very dear friend. Well said. Well said. We'll go on to, this is one name. I don't know her last name. Leslie. Leslie Turner. She is a big supporter of mine, and uh, she's an amazing team member. It's great to have her on my team. She makes some of the best posters um, of me that you'll see out there. She is amazing. I, I met her at a, uh, a powwow once, and she fell in love with my music, and uh, I'm really blessed to you know, have her on my team and have her be a part of my career, and I I know you're going to be listening to this, so thank you so much for all your support and those amazing posters that you put out, and I'm so blessed to have you on my team and benefiting and helping my career. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Leslie. And how about one more, Lucas? Lance Goodman. Lance Goodman. Well, I, I talked to about him just a, a little bit in the, the first episode, but... Uh, you know, he, he definitely deserves to be mentioned twice. There, there's no doubt about it. Lance Goodman is amazing. He, you know, if you, if you need a music video done, he is one of the best in the business. And he's, he, he is a brother to me. You know, he's, he's family. And he's supported me again, you know, like I said, through my music from ever since he knew me. And I just couldn't ask for a, a better, I guess you could say team member and a better supporter. And he's, He's just such a blessing, you know. I've had a lot of blessings in my life, a lot of a door, a lot of doors that have opened. And you know, yes, there's been some windows that have shut, but uh, the doors that God has opened in my life, it's it's amazing, and I'm just really blessed that He was one of them. And I'd like to say thank you to to uh, again a bunch of people responsible for these these past couple episodes and gave me some really good background on Lucas, them being. Bridget Silberti, Lucas's mother and manager, Noelle Dean, his radio agent, Lance Goodman himself, Randy and Ann Dorman, and Chris Midget. So thank you to all of you. Lucas, it has been an absolute blast. I wanted to end with one more question, and it is, who would you like to hear on an upcoming podcast? Ooh, that is an interesting question. Man, I have so many musician friends, it's not even funny, so I don't know. I don't know if I can give you a definite answer on this one, man. You may have to 
give me some time to think, and I might get back with you. <laughs> because you have such a slew of of people. Well, uh, we can we can we can do that in our in our time off the air, and uh, maybe we'll. We'll, we'll find somebody that's connected to Lucas, because anybody that's a friend of Lucas is a friend of mine. So, Lucas, this has been an absolute pleasure. Um, thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. It has been uh, a true blessing and a true honor. Thank you very much. And, and the best of luck to you moving forward. Thank you. Okay, that will wrap up Episode 35B of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Lucas and I will talk at you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.